learning how to protect your most valuable asset, your time. Most people work about eight hours a day. If you sleep eight hours at night, that leaves you with eight hours per day of free time, plus another 48 hours on weekends. Now, what you choose to do with that free time is going to dictate your future success. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not suggesting you fill all that time with earning extra money. You do need to maintain a healthy mind, and that does require rest and downtime. What I am saying is there is a lot of free time. You need to rest that brain of yours, but sometimes too much rest is counterproductive. Everybody has a different amount of relaxation that is important to get their mind functioning optimally, but you would be surprised at how little it will actually take. It does take practice. Training your mind is a lot like exercise. It's uncomfortable when you start, you don't like it, you bitch and moan about it, but it actually feels good after a little while. People often tell me about their healthy work-life balance. And often I find when people tell me that, well, it's just an excuse for laziness. Don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily have the best balance. I often work 12-hour days and 16-hour days are not unheard of. The goal is to find that balance. And perhaps working together, you and I can find it. So as we discussed before, time is money. So if you're just sitting around watching TV for eight hours a day or scrolling through Instagram or laughing at TikTok videos, you're not making that money. You're not improving yourself and you're not moving closer to a successful destination. But here's the thing. We only have so much time in our lifetime. The good news is human beings are extremely creative. We love solving problems. And just because there is a limit to our time, there is no limit to our ability to make money with that time. It just requires us to change how we look at our time. One important step to becoming more successful is to be mindful of your time. So let's do a little self-reflection. What do you enjoy spending your free time doing? And what are some things you do to kill time without really being aware of it? For me, I love true crime podcasts. It's an escape from my day-to-day -day world with zero overlap to my life. Thank God. I tend to listen to them while I'm doing other work so I can enjoy them without messing with my productivity. It's also important to note that because they don't cross over into my normal life, they do not have a negative impact on my mood or motivation. Alternatively, once upon a time, I would mindlessly scroll through Instagram, just killing time but I discovered a few disturbing things about it. I discovered it was having a really negative impact on my mood. I was getting grumpy and upset, and I wasn't getting as much done as I wanted. So I looked at my digital health report on my phone. Turns out I was spending a staggering two to three hours on social media. So I did something crazy, unprecedented. I deleted my social media accounts, and I stole back no less than two hours a day and for me, I discovered something else. Not spending time on social media actually had a wonderful impact on my mood. Now for you, it may not be social media, but chances are there's something that you are doing, something you are spending your time on that isn't making you feel better, 
and isn't getting you closer to your goals. I think that's an important distinction. It's okay to waste your time on things as long as you feel better as a result. It's not really wasting time if it's relaxation or mental rest. And of course, those things have to be in balance with your other goals. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Your time is valuable. So, so valuable. Because it's the one thing you can never get more of. Money is valuable too, but not nearly as valuable. So you shouldn't be spending your time on things that are a waste. Here's an unusual example. Grocery shopping. I have a friend that would drive across town to buy meat at one store because it was 50 cents less. Now on one level, I get it. I've been extremely poor before. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But other times you need to pay more attention to your time. You got to pay attention to that billable rate. What is that, you ask? Well, let's say you earn $20 an hour. If you don't make $20 an hour, don't worry about it. I'm just using that because it's late and it makes the math easier. So let's say you took a special trip to the store to get that 50 cent savings on those pork chops. But all in, it took you half an hour to get those big, big savings. So in fact, you spent half of your billable hour, or in this case, 10 bucks for that 50 cent savings. Now, some people would say, oh, that's okay. I wasn't planning on doing anything after work anyway. And that is exactly the point. People say that because they're not assigning any value to their time, but they should be. Just think of what you could have accomplished with that same amount of time. You could have been learning to play the piano, writing that great American novel, or even studying up on how to invest. The point is you need to be careful and protect your time. Half an hour may not seem like a lot, but over the course of a day, it can really add up. And over the course of a year, it could be tremendous. If you saved half an hour every day, just one day a week, you'd get yourself an extra 26 hours, a full day back. People often say they don't have enough time, but you can control how much time you waste. That is in your hands. Let me ask you this. When you sit down to get something done, how long can you work before you get interrupted? 20 minutes? 10 minutes? Maybe five minutes? Interruptions are all around us, and it can be pretty rare to be able to work more than 20 minutes without someone interrupting us. Now, if we are working on a project at work, this could be a welcome interruption. There's only so long you can spend filling out TPS reports before you are sure to go crazy. So, someone walks up to you and asks you a quick question. You know, something that could be answered with a simple yes or no, and then 20 minutes later, you two are still talking. Now, this may not seem like a big deal. The company probably owes you for some of that unpaid overtime anyway. Am I right? But there's a problem. Your brain is extremely flexible, and it is pretty easy to program it to behave in new ways. Scientists and other smart brain people call this neuroplasticity, and it is the key to you becoming better at accomplishing your goals. But like with most things, you can't have something without giving something else up. The trade-off in this case is it's pretty easy to program your brain without knowing it. So if you grow accustomed to getting interrupted every five minutes, your brain starts to expect it. You want to run a fun experiment? Pick a project, preferably at home, 
something that you really want to accomplish. And then carve out some time where you were sure not to get interrupted. And then go to work. Enjoy this task and revel in the fact that you are finally going to get that garage cleaned out or fix that baseboard or try that new recipe. Then I want you to pay attention to how long you can work before you stop. How long is it before you take your eyes off the prize and check your phone or grab a glass of water or use the bathroom? My guess is it isn't very long. This is known as self-interruption. And according to a study by Gloria Mark, the average American will self-interrupt every 10 and a half minutes, even if it's a task you really want to do. So why is this? Well, the bad news is you have trained yourself to work this way. Every time you allow yourself to drift off at work, you are training your brain that, that this is how work is done. The good news is, since you trained your brain to work this way, you can train your brain to work a better way. You can practice staying focused for longer intervals. And as a result, you can get more done. But it starts by you being aware of your behavior. Set a timer and see how often you self-interrupt. And then practice staying focused for longer durations. Hey, it's your brain. Don't let it boss you around. But wait, is it really that big of a deal? Does it really matter if you're more focused? Not at all, if you like the way you're living now and you don't want to improve. But if you want more out of life, this is some low-hanging fruit. It doesn't take a lot of effort to change this behavior. This has been a production of Iron Mill Studios. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. It really does help. We don't have huge egos here, so we don't want to waste your time by reading the credits. But if you really want to know who was involved with this podcast, please visit theinspirationalpodcast.com. <laughs>